You are now listening to a Los Wise Guys production. What's up, guys, and welcome to your weekly wisdom on the Los Wise Guys podcast, where we reflect on various topics for your amusement. If you like what you hear, follow us on social media. Remember to like, subscribe, and share the podcast. And read and review and pray. It's, and don't forget to pray. I don't give a shit what it is. They I'm saying not forget to pray. Listen. To Jesus. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Rudy Cardone, and accompanied by the anti-socialist Daniel Rosado. Shabuya, shabuya. Let's do it, guys. Let's fucking go. Oh, yeah. I was like, I, was like, I know that. Yeah. I know the, I know the Shibuya thing. Yeah. I found it. It's in the back of my mind. Normally we have a third member named Eslam who's on this show. He's nowhere to be found. Nobody you know, knows. you know what he died again. I, I I miss when we used to talk about Eslam dying. Yeah. That sounds wrong. Yeah. Well, how did he die today, Dan? Oh, I'm coming up with it? Yeah, you gotta do it. Uh seventeen and a half car pile up. The last one was a bike. <laughs> was he on where was he in the pile up? He wasn't even driving. He was just trying to cross the street. He, he was like, you know what? They got ice cream over there. I want to scoop two scoops, maybe of ice cream. And that bike just came out of nowhere. It hit a it hit. A, it tried to Tokyo drift. Not just drift, it tried to Tokyo, Tokyo drift. drift. It was playing the song in the back. It was trying to do that. Next thing you know, all the cars just in an uproar. Boom. Everybody. They all got in the car accidents. Vin Diesel drove off. Is he even dead? What if, he's, what if they made a circle and he's just stuck in the circle? It's possible. All I know is that man, if he is alive, he's getting that ice cream. What kind of ice cream? Uh, knowing him, it's some type of red velvet, some shit. That's what it's called, right? Red, red velvet, velvet, some shit. It's red. It's red velvet, something. Red velvet That's a thing, shit. right? You can get it at local local grocery. Do they make ice creams? That they're sponsoring us today. Red <laughs> velvet, some shit. Get it at your local grocery stores for only two eighty eight and some change. You know what I'm saying? Why get an ice cream when you could have had a steak, Aslam? You could have prevented your death. Tell them. Just eat a steak. Eat Just a eat steak. steak. You want some slogan. dessert? You want to? You want some dessert? You have another steak. That's their slogan. Red velvet, some shit. Just eat a steak. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> Dan, what are we talking about this week? We're bringing back that Mount Rushmore idea. Bring it back. I heard, I heard some good things. Heard we some did. good things. We did one person. <laughs> um, man, it's just a cool concept. You know what it I'm saying? It really is. Everybody talks about the top five, and it was like, you know, fuck that. Let's just do the top four, and it's your personal top four, you know, not not the industries. It's your personal you, touch. You know how hard it is to come up with a top four? It's because very, I know. Because people try to squeeze in the five. Yeah. Some people try to squeeze in two fives. Yeah. Then you get a ten. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then you can't do your laundry because the shit don't work. That only that. takes quarters. And then you got the lady who's talking to you, and she's just like, oh, it's a bad scanner, bitch. You don't work here. Yeah. How do you know the scanner's yeah. bad? You don't even look like you got a phone on. You look so old. Yeah. How, what's a scanner? Yeah. F- funny that you mentioned this. Once I went to a laundromat, um, it was years ago, me and my mom, and uh, she went to the machine. She put it in the quarters, and it just didn't work. Oh, and no. she told the lady, and the lady said, that's for cards. You're supposed to buy a card and put it inside that slot. So where the fuck did the quarters go? It w- she wasn't supposed to put the quarters in. I don't know. They fell into the machine. So did you, did you get your money back? I don't, I don't. I mean, we did laundry, but we never went back. I don't think my mom's allowed to go back there. I put. She might have broken that machine. I put, <laughs> I put all the clothes in the machine. Uh-huh. I put all the quarters in there except for one quarter, and then left 
to go, you know, to go get my soap or whatever. I was like, okay, you know, it's my spot, whatever. I don't want to have change on me. Came back, that shit said I need all the quarters again. I said, hell no. Once that lady was like, this shit just, I put it in there. I was about to go get some soap. She was like, oh, yeah, it does that. You got to be quick with it. No, you don't. That's wrong. I was using a vending machine at work not too long ago. It has the thing where you swipe the card. Oh, my. Tell them. Mm-hmm. Tell them. No tell them. I know what you're about to say. I, you believe me, you don't. Okay. So I go, I swipe the card. It was, I was working a double. I was real tired. I need an energy drink. I know that feeling. So I, uh, I swiped the card, and it gave me 50 cents change. <laughs> what? Yeah. It gave me two drinks and 50 cents change. This machine knew I was so broke. It said, you know what? <laughs> you Have another these. one and take this. You need these. <laughs> I, I will never forget that. Swipe the car. Somebody looked at me. I was like, you just get changed? I was like, yeah. I was like, you swipe the car? I said, yeah. So I can't get the other drink? I said, no, I need this. The machine knows. Nah, fucking, I swiped my card. I swiped my card. It said invalid entry. I had money. I had money. It said invalid entry. Still charged me. No. No drink came. No. That's the worst. Fuck vending machines. Apple, Apple Pay is what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? They have that. All right, Dan. Hit me with that Mount Rushmore. What's that first topic? Uh, I, I legit forgot. You have the thing in front of you. What's the first topic? Oh, hold on. Hold on. This ain't the right Mount Rushmore. Oh. We gotta go As to you th- guys can see, we, we, we got more ra- Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Yeah, we got a lot more mamas. <laughs> we got a lot of mamas. All right. A lot more Mount Rushmores for you. The first one. Let's do it. And this is wrestling-based Mount Rushmore. This whole episode's wrestling-based. Top wrestlers Boom. the mount rushmore your mount rushmore wrestlers of wrestlers no your mount rushmore wrestlers don't talk about my mount my 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 mount my mount rushmore mount rushmore i'm chewing gum it's hard you get Life country when you drink when you did i say <laughs> did i get country you get country when you drink <laughs> so you get country when you chewing gum sorry about that am i getting country i don't know like my my my, my rushmore i don't know <laughs> I get Cajun, as you can see. <laughs> the fucking gambit over here. Well, well not me. Um, you start it. You start it up. What's what's number one on your Mount Ru- Mount Rushmore? I can't say Mount, it today. My Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. My Mount Mushrooms. Um, it's the the gum gets in between my lips every right. time but I'm getting to Rushmore. Yeah, I've been there. Um, you know it's funny for me. I I had to do it based off of the most influential. Like, the ones that left the most impact because they changed the game. Every impact time. on you? Me, and I feel like me personally and the way I view it, the way that they had an impact on wrestling. Okay. So, I'm going to go. The first one on the list is going to be Hulk Hogan. He, 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 had the, he, had the, he started the torch of the WWE wrestling, and I feel like he deserves to have that number one spot. I feel like he was the king in his era before the eras, you know, before eras really started happening after that, before, you know, the constitutional get together rights yeah all the constitutional rights all the constitutional rights well the thing is hulkamania 50 states joined forces and made the WWE. hulkamania Hulkamania is as american as they come he fought for our right to watch wrestling he fought for it he uh he beat all he beat um the iron sheik you know he beat sergeant slaughter when sergeant slaughter became a terrorist legends he beat all these men sergeant all these men why you forgot no that was around. That was when Hogan was still building his uh, his Hulkamania. That's fucked up. He was a sergeant. Yeah, and he turned his back on America. And it's funny because he uh, and interviews and shit like that. He talks about how he got death threats and it was this whole thing. Like he had to uh, like sneak out of arenas because people were legit trying to kill him because he turned his back on America. Well, damn, wrestling man. Yeah, you don't yeah, piss you guys, off wrestling you guys fans. Are fucking crazy. 
You don't piss off wrestling fan. We're in a wrestling shirt right now. Aerial Assassin. Aerial Assassin. So that's my Will first Osprey. one. That's my first one. Hulk Hogan. That, that makes sense. That mm. makes sense. Hulk Hogan. Um, he ain't gonna make one. Um, Ooh, I know. I know. Okay. All right. And you know what? It's if I was doing Mount Rushmore, period, like in all of wrestling, he might be on it. But me personally, don't get me wrong. Hulk Hogan. He's he's up there. My very first memory, and I'm not talking about wrestling memory. I'm talking memory of life, is being in a wrestling uh, arena. I'm in a seat. Uh, I'm I'm wearing a lot of red and yellow. I had a bandana. I had one of those Hulk Hogan stuffed animal things that used to beat up where they had the arms. Mm-hmm. I had one of those. A bunch of things. My mom's on one side. My dad's on the other side. And uh, I remember seeing a ring. We're really high up. And this little red and yellow dot ran into the ring and started beating up some other dots. Mom was like, look, look, it's Hulk Hogan, it's Hulk Hogan. And I remember I was a little bit older. I asked my dad about it. I was like, what What? what was that? He was like, yeah, that was when you went to WrestleMania. I was like, oh, shit, I went to WrestleMania as a kid. Then I did the math. I went back, and that wasn't a WrestleMania. He lied to me. It was just a regular show. And he, th- he and to this day, he's like, yeah, it's like a Mania. Liar, liar. I only went to one Mania my whole life, and that was WrestleMania 35. We were there. Oh, well, you weren't. We were in. I was in the city. What the hell were you doing in the city? <laughs> we went to the we went to the Japanese pro. That's not WrestleMania. Football Hall of Fame. The the Japanese pro <laughs> wrestling football Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> God damn, we had a one hell of a time there. All right, number one for me. Um, my favorite wrestler of all time, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, okay. HBK, Heartbreak Kid. You mm. know what I'm saying, Mr. WrestleMania. You know Mr. WrestleMania. He, he he the the one of the founders of D Generation X also joined NWO. You know, uh, he had the feud with Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. He, he, and it's funny. A lot of people, they're either Bret Hart fans or Shawn Michael mm-hmm. fans. I say, can't we all get along? And then I'll super kick him just like Bret would have done. Okay. Kick Marty Jannetty right through that window at the barbershop that Brutus the Barber Beefcake had. You know anything I'm talking about? Yeah, I know Brutus. I'm just, I'm just saying. Shawn Michaels, one of the greatest wrestlers ever. Many people consider him the greatest in-ring performer of all time. Mm-hmm. A lot of people consider him the greatest wrestler of all time. Shawn Michaels. I'll give you that. Shawn Michaels. He's not on my list. That's fine. I didn't expect him to be. Yeah. I didn't expect him to be. You're a Bret Hart fan. Yes, I am. Speaking of Bret Hart. I'm expecting him to be on your list. Bret Hart is the second person on Mount Rushmore because I feel that he was the one who took the mantle and carried the torch after the Hulk Hogan era. It was Hulk Hogan, then it was the Bret Hart era. You're right. And that is why he's up there. You talk about a guy who would come out there with his... With the baby oil in his hair, just just, just fingering the world. <laughs> and just come out there with his baby baby oil in his hair, and he was in really, a, he was in really just, good shape. That was just water. He was in really good shape. The that man, was that water. man was scary. And then you were always, well, not, not you, but you always wanted to be that fan where he just gave the sunglasses to. And then I looked at those glasses, and I realized he actually would sign them prior to the giving them. Like, he would actually sign them before he even came out. Yeah. So when he gave them to a fan, they already had his autograph. Yeah. That's just that's, and the leather jacket, and it takes a real man to wear pink, Dan. I've never seen you wear pink. I've worn pink. That's 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 true. I saw you wear pink that one day. Never mind, I take that back. You never saw me wear pink. Hell, my last name. Didn't Come you on. wear pink at the? Uh, oh no, I wore pink. How'd you mistake me for you? How the fuck does that happen? I don't know. You're ugly. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Sorry about that. So Hulk Hogan and Bret the Hitman. Hart. Bret Hart makes perfect sense. I got all the respect in the world for Bret Hart. Like I said, I'm a Shawn Michaels fan. That's fine. Bret Hart ain't anywhere on my list. I figured. But all the respect in the world to Bret Hart. One of the greatest wrestlers of all time. One of the greatest technicians. Yeah. God, that Hart family, man. I've always, I've always been more of an Owen guy than a Bret guy. But that's, that's Bret Hart. How do you not like that, man? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
Phenomenal wrestler. Phenomenal. Montreal Screwjob? Goddamn. Goddamn. You know what I'm saying? Could be the greatest work of all time. It could be. And don't fucking use wrestling words like you know what they mean. Um, <laughs> all right. So I got Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. My number two. I'm bringing it up to modern times. You ready? Mm-hmm. Are you ready? No, I've been waiting. Daniel Bryan. Okay. Daniel Bryan. Now, as we've said before, our Mount Rushmore's are things that will change mm-hmm. over time. Mm-hmm. My wrestling one it will change not only every week, every day. It will probably change every hour. But as of right now, I'm feeling Shawn Michaels and one of the people that he trained, Daniel Bryan. Oh, I didn't know you trained him. I know you didn't know. That's why, that's why I made that fact. Now, Fun fact. Daniel Bryan, the rise of Daniel Bryan, the yes movement, was one of the greatest things in, uh, in wrestling history. You see this guy, this little man, this little person who's a big beard and a lot of hair. Yeah, I've been there. And a lot of people became a fan of this man. They they liked what he could. They liked what he did in the ring and everything. And they kept on putting the title on people like John Cena or Randy Orton or Triple H, all these other guys. And Daniel Bryan was just working his way up. Everybody's like, we want we want to see him as champ. We want to see him win the title. They're like, oh, you want to see him? Guess what? We're gonna bring back Batista. Who the fuck asked for that? Who the fuck asked for Batista to come back? And then Daniel Bryan kept fighting. They're like, you know, we're gonna have, we're gonna give him a match at WrestleMania. He's gonna fight Triple H. I'm like, we don't want to see him fight Triple H. We want to see him win the goddamn title. The main event was Batista versus Randy Orton. Who wanted to see that at WrestleMania 30? Back in the day, sure, that made sense, but not 30. You have a Batista who was gonna go off and do this movie called Guardians of the Galaxy. Nobody knew what the fuck it was at the time. And Randy Orton, who we were tired of, we were just tired of him. Why you tired, Randy? Everybody got tired of Randy. I'm sorry. Randy was great, but we're tired. Randy, with all due respect, you RKO yourself out of the business. But we got to see Daniel Bryan fight Triple H. People were pissed off. And they said, fine, fine. Daniel Bryan will be in the main event if he could beat Triple H. So on that same night, he had to beat Triple H. Then he had to go into the main event, beat both members of Evolution. He won it. And that was one of the greatest moments in WrestleMania history. He beat all of Evolution, with the exception mm-hmm. of Ric Flair. Ric Flair's an old man. Time's going to beat him. Love Ric Flair. Time's gonna beat him. Time's gonna beat him. <laughs> Daniel Bryan. Yes. I like that. I like that. See, I couldn't. I couldn't talk about Daniel Bryan because it wasn't my era. Oh, I know. I know. But that's uh, why I feel like I'm gonna bring a lot of modern day yeah. stuff because you're gonna bring the older stuff. Pretty much. Well, yeah. Not the old, but the I'm not 90s. Old. Don't 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 disrespect me in front in of companies. 90s. Don't disrespect me in front of the company. Number three. So as as you can see, the trend with me is handing on that hand. I was gonna hand it on that baton. Handing off that torch. Put your hand on that baton. Put your hand on that baton. Put two hands on that baton. It might be a big baton. All right, now take your hands off that baton. It was a little too. Uh, you got too little too excited there. Um, I'm gonna say number three for me is gonna be Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, I'm right. It is. And I feel that the transition it literally is just going down the line. Hulk Hogan gave it to Bret Hart, who gave it to Stone Cold, and as you can see, the changes also happened. Right, so Hulk Hogan and his era. Changed into Bret Hart in his era, and then the Attitude Era really came along with the transition of Bret Hart and Stone Cold and their feud, and how Stone Cold was the bad guy first, but then kind of turned good, and Bret Hart became the bad guy. It just showed that the Attitude Era was live and well, being that you know attitudes were going on on both ends. You had to be good guy, bad guy, bad guy, good guy, all that type of shit. But when Stone Cold is there, I really think that he was the re- he was the he was the leader of that shit. Yeah. Austin 316 says I just whooped your ass. I remember hearing that the first time. Yeah. 
Yeah. That was at the... Well, he was giving the interview. At the King of the Ring. At King of the Ring. You're yep. absolutely right. You like that shit, right? Uh, this is what Ring. happens when you are half asleep and mm. your girl loves wrestling so much yeah. she watches all the old shit. There you go. And you wake up to Drew Carey in the Royal Rumble. What the fuck was Drew Carey doing in the Royal Rumble? He was feuding with Kane. Remember, he's got a big feud with Kane. Kane's the one who inducted him into the Hall of Fame, I believe. Drew Carey's in the Hall of Fame? It's either him or Pete Rose. They both might be in there. Pete Rose, I don't know if you're familiar with who he is. Careful with the mic there. Don't hit your face. Pete Rose is um, a former Major League Baseball player who, who one of the greatest baseball players ever. And they found out that he was betting on Major League Baseball games. And Major League Baseball, MLB, were just like, you're not allowed to be in the Hall of Fame. So Vince McMahon was like, you could be in our Hall of Fame. Wow. So, yeah. And he feuded with Kane a lot, too. Hmm. If you're a celebrity, you just you fight Kane. That's, that's you know, you got to earn Sounds it. Sounds about right. You got to earn it. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yep. Goddamn. Goddamn. You hear the glass break. Middle fingers going up. He's drinking beer. Da 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 da. Yep. You know what I'm saying it was it was that was a some bitch right there. I'm telling you, if it was Texas rattlesnake. If it was modern day, you know the beer companies that would be trying to endorse his ass. Yeah. So badly. Well, it's funny because at the Raw reunion, which just recently happened Monday Night Raw, you brought it up earlier today. Um, st- it ended off with Stone Cold as it should, and he's out there. He's talking about you know I'm glad I'm back. All the old timers back because it's like a family, and he's drinking his beer. And they, Stone Cold made sure they promoted his beer because I don't know it's if you know, the skull, it's the, the Broken, Broken Skull IPA. So he's in there, he's drinking and everything. It was it was pretty cool, great great moment. He was he got people to say what a lot. I don't know that what chant? God damn, he got that over. Yeah, he got that over. Yeah. But um, I gotta so try that Broken Skull IPA. I'm willing to try that. I'm sure I'll hate it, but it's Stone Cold. Can't bring it here. Stone Cold. That's fine. I don't think we could get it in Jersey, but anyway. What? Last I checked. I'll look this up. You do, you look do into your, it. I'll look into it. Look into it. All right. Number three for me. Number three for me. So I said Shawn Michaels. I said Daniel Bryan. Ah, man. Modern day, modern day. Modern day, modern day. You know, I wasn't going to do it, but what the hell? CM Punk. Okay. CM Punk. Now, uh... I'm, I'm going to try to keep it within WWE uh, for my Mount Rushmore right now. Now, CM Punk, do you, do you know why CM Punk is a big deal, Rudy? I actually have done some research on him. Yeah. So I do have a familiarity with him, but I feel like you do a better job telling the story. Yeah. So, so uh, for, for those of you who don't know about wrestling, but you've heard of this person, you've heard of CM Punk, you're like, isn't he the guy that went to UFC, got his ass kicked? Yes, he did that twice. He got his ass kicked twice. But... The thing is, CM Punk came at a very interesting time for wrestling fans. So, indie wrestling was something you could only catch on the internet. Or if you could find tapes, there's tape traders and all that stuff. And CM Punk was one of the top indie guys. He got signed by WWE. Everyone's like, oh, great. Every time an indie guy goes there, they just fuck up. Especially if they're a small, skinny guy, which CM Punk is. Mm-hmm. And at the time, John Cena was at his peak. You know, John Cena was the top guy. Um, he was winning titles left and right. He was training with Randy Orton, Batista for a little bit, Triple H. All these guys just winning titles left and right. And then slowly up and coming, we got CM Punk. CM Punk was a good guy. CM Punk was a bad guy. He went back and forth. He always gave a good promo, always gave a good match. Then if, if you follow like the dirt sheets, which is what they call like the, the behind-the-scenes magazines for wrestling or on the internet sites and everything, we all found out, oh, shit, CM Punk's contract, his real-life contract is about to run out. That sucks. Is he going to sign with WWE? People are checking every day. They never said he signed. I was like, fuck, we're going to lose Punk. 
one day John Cena comes out. He's having a match with R Truth. Of all th- the fact that he's fighting R Truth is great. I'll, that's that's a, a story for another time. CM Punk comes out wearing a Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt, and he interrupts the thing. He beats uh, he beats up Cena, and in the end, helps Truth win the match. He sits at the top of the uh, the stage, the ramp, Indian style, and this man starts to say things that people have been saying for wrestling for years. Everybody felt like he broke the fourth wall. He did things that you never saw anybody do, which everybody was like, you're not allowed to do. He started naming indie wrestlers that are not in WWE, which is something people don't do. He waved to the camera and said hello to them. He started talking about how this company would be better off the day Vince McMahon died. And then he said, but the problem is it's going to be taken over by his stupid son-in-law, Triple H, and his dumbass daughter, Stephanie McMahon, and they're just going to do a worse job than he fucking did. And CM Punk just goes off and says all these things that like diehard wrestling fans have been saying for a long time they cut off his mic and the show ended and everybody at this time cm punk's a bad guy everybody lost their shit everyone's like holy shit cm punk he's one of us and later on he was known as the voice of the voiceless he went to fight he feuded with triple o with uh, john cena for the world title at that year's money in the bank in chicago cm punk's hometown cm punk wins but we all knew his contract was running out. We never heard that he re-signed and he's holding the championship, which is a fucking big-ass deal. Mm-hmm. He jumps into the crowd. Vince McMahon's looking at him. He blows a kiss to him. He holds the title, blows a kiss to Vince McMahon, and he disappears from WWE TV with the title. WWE no longer has a champion, and CM Punk is posting on social media. He's keeping the title in his fridge next to a bottle of water and some milk. He's going to, like, Chicago Cubs games, just holding the title on his shoulder. Not under contract with WWE. Later on, years later, we found out that he still had the contract. They were just doing so much of a good job to keep it under wraps that they kept it a secret. They introduced a new title. John Cena wins it. CM Punk comes back. They feud. And the summer of Punk began. And it was one of the greatest moments or time periods in wrestling history where everybody got behind Punk. And he truly was the voice of the voiceless. It was just a great time. A great time. If anybody has access to WWE Network, I suggest you go back to 2011 in the summertime just to rewatch that. See the rise of punk. So, yeah, punk. Yeah, I'm just I'm speechless. Yeah, I, I went on a rant there. I'm going to make my next one short. I did a lot of research as far as his, you know, how he was there, how his rise was, but mostly how he exited yeah. and how kind of fucked up the exiting oh, yeah, process yeah, yeah, yeah. was for him. Um, Shit, people still want to see him pop up in AEW. Yeah, that would be nice. Um... My last one, right? So for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep carrying this mantle. I'm gonna keep carrying this human torch. And uh, personally, I'm gonna say that the next person, the last person on my list, is gonna be uh, John Cena. A lot, of, I mean, like you have, I think John Cena fatigue. I think a lot of people have John Cena fatigue. For me, honestly, I don't. I fell out of wrestling after the Attitude Era. Yeah, but. All I remember, no matter what, was that after the Attitude Era, no matter how much I was away from fo- uh, I'm about to say football, how much I was away from wrestling and how much I wasn't paying attention to it, John Cena was everywhere. Yeah. Like John Cena, John Cena was like was was like nipples. There's always there's all you can always find a nipple. You can always find a nipple. Um, and you're talking about T-shirts. You're talking about memorabilia. Like yeah. if WWE was being promoted somewhere, his face was the thing that was on it. Mm. You know, I didn't like the, the you know the the hip hop theme or whatever, but it didn't matter. Doctor I was in I was in high school. You got girls having posters of John Cena. I bet you they never watched a damn wrestling thing in their life. Yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, fucking Freddie and Johnny's little brother 
just saying, oh shit, yeah, John Cena, Suplex City, baby. I'm just like, I hate you. No, I hate you. No, no. John Cena, Suplex City is Brock, Brock Lesnar. Lesnar. I know, yep. I know, but yeah. I'm just, it's just, I just wanted to smack him because he was just talking to me. I got you. Just I fucking, just go away. Just go away. Go play. Go play your fucking Fortnite. Just go fucking get out of here, Eric. Yeah. No, I get it. You're right. From the from the outside, John Cena was all over the place. This mm. and the other. On the inside, watching the wrestling every day. Imagine that, but times a million. Mm. That's that's what it was like. You turned on WWE. It was like, oh, here's a John Cena segment followed by a John Cena match with a John Cena segment. He's gonna have another match, and you're gonna end it off with a John Cena segment. In between that, you got commercials for other shows starring John Cena. It, it, that's why it was like we were just like hey man listen i wish we couldn't see you you know what i'm saying and we we just got tired of him now all these years later i cannot help but respect him i have so much respect for john cena not gonna lie part of me wants to punch him in the face still i i, I would if i get the opportunity i might um but i respect the hell out that man because he did so much for the business now i see what you did there where you did the whole one error off to another and you did a great job. He said, that's the first time I ever heard Bret Hart in that conversation where Hogan passed it to Bret. That, that's a weird one. Mm. But uh, I get it. I get, I get what you're doing. You went through the generation. Now, number four for me. Number four for me might be a little bit of a surprise. Um, Booker T. Now, oh. <laughs> yeah, it was my fa- he was my first favorite wrestler. Yeah, Booker T is one of my all-time favorites. And actually, I had, so my first, so I had Bret Hart with WWE. I had Booker T WCW. with WCW. Booker T. Love that finish move. Booker T can do it all. You know what I'm saying? Um, Booker T, he came, he came from a, not the olden times, but he was in, he was in the early '90s. He was there early to mid '90s. He, uh, he was there with his uh, his brother Stevie Ray. They were the Harlem Heat. Yep. For a while, Booker T was known as GI Bro. Yeah. Then went to WWE. Had the same exact theme song, except it said, "Can you dig it, sucker?" Yeah. Um. Yeah. That he was in that uh that supermarket brawl. Or or Seven Eleven Brawl, whatever it was, with with Stone Cold Steve Austin. He was in the tag team with uh, Goldust, Booker T and Goldust. That was the name of the team. <laughs> <laughs> um, he could be funny. He became a king. He was King Booker. Um, went to TNA. He was part of the main event Mafia. Came back to WWE. He was hitting that spinneroni left and right, hitting that um, the scissors kick, hitting the bookend, which I always thought was infinitely better than the rock bottom. Just Booker T. Can do it all, has done it all. One of the most decorated champions of all time. You know he's a five-time WCW champion. Five-time? Five-time. Five-time. Five-time WCW champion. (laughs) Booker T. That's my Mount Rushmore for this hour. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I I like this. Yeah. I like this. Yours is is so – what would you say? Mount Rushmore, dude. Uh, I thought you said Mount Rushmore. Yeah. (laughs) Nah, Mount Rushmore is nice. It's fucking crazy. It's a a real, real show. Real show. Booker T, man. I never thought he'd be on your Mount Rushmore. Brick T's one of my all-time favorites. All-time favorites. He's got podcasts out. When you're done listening to this, go listen to some more episodes. Yeah, I was just about to say, when you're done with this, go back and download go back, that shit. Go or listen subscribe. to some more episodes. I promise I'll mention Booker T in the future. And then when you get tired of hearing Eslam's jackass voice, then you go look at listen, uh, go look at some bushes. Booker T. Go look at some bushes. Go look at <laughs> some bushes, ladies and gentlemen. I think I think this was good. I think this should be a standalone. Yeah, yeah. At the beginning of the episode, did we say we we're gonna do other ones? No, I don't think so. All right, good. Because I don't want to. I don't want to say we're gonna do some shit and then we don't do shit. Well, if we don't do it and we said we're gonna do it, you should keep paying attention because you never know we're gonna drop this knowledge on yeah. your ass. Like I said, we got we got plenty of more wrestling, Mount Rushmore stuff involved. But wrestling, video games, shit, life, yeah. life. 
there's some other ones. I'm not gonna say it on the air, but uh, I got. I'm telling you, I got this. This thing up here is working. This brain. His eyebrows. My eyebrows. His eyebrows are working, guys. But um, yeah, man, I got a couple of Mount Mount Rushmore ideas. But uh, I like this. I like this wrestling one. Good shit. Hope you guys like the podcast. If you did, like, subscribe, share it with your friends. Don't forget to pray, mm-hmm. and definitely listen to some other shit. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. Have a great week. We should do top five referees. Oh, I like that. Maybe next time. You could have named a ref. <laughs>